Ladies and gentlemen, warning, spoilers ahead. Can I ask you something? What? You know I like you, don't you? Yes. And I hope you like me the way I like you. Yes. I was wondering if you would be my girl. Oh, Michael. It's beautiful. Now it's official. I have something I want to tell you. Yes, Michael. I'm not like other guys. Of course not. That's why I love you. No, I mean I'm different. Good evening and welcome to television. Oh, hello. I'm Wayne Stellini, and welcome to Fred Watch, where we view and review everything from the mainstream to the obscure. I'm by myself in the Fred Shed on this fearsome Friday, but it's not so scary because you've decided to join me for today's special episode. You know, it's unlikely that we will see an artist with as much impact on the music industry in our lifetime as Michael Jackson. As a child in the 1980s, it was impossible not to know who the King of Pop was. But it wasn't until the release of Jackson's single, Black or White, and its stunning music video in 1991, that I really took notice. Fast forward to 1995, and the release of History, Past, Present and Future, Book One, is when I called myself a fan. Not only did his new tracks such as Scream, They Don't Care About Us, Tabloid Junkie, History, and the underrated Little Susie affirm Jackson as a creative genius, but the album reacquainted me with the likes of Billie Jean, Bad, Beat It, and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Oh, and you may have heard of the ninth track on that Greatest Hits compilation too, a little number called Thriller. Please explain. Michael, Michael Jackson, and his girlfriend, Ola Ray, are watching a 1950s horror movie in their local cinema. Scared, she leaves before the film finishes, only to have Michael tease her in the street by performing verses of the song Thriller. When they pass a graveyard, the undead rise and Michael turns into a zombie, prompting one of the most famous dancers in history. Directed by John Landis with a budget of $500,000, Thriller debuted on MTV in the United States on Friday, the 2nd of December 1983, shortly after the one-year anniversary of Jackson's album of the same name. The release of the short film Michael Jackson's Thriller increased the record sales and helped make it the best-selling album ever. Now, there probably isn't anything you don't already know about this groundbreaking masterpiece, so please join me as I view the most significant music video of all time. You can watch Michael Jackson's Thriller with me on the official Michael Jackson YouTube channel, and I'll be pressing play in 3, 2, 1. We begin with the disclaimer that Michael Jackson does not wish to endorse a belief in the occult. At the time of production, he was a practicing Jehovah's Witness. Title card appears, Michael Jackson's Thriller in a beautiful blood red. Some gorgeous animation there with the word Thriller. Short film has quite a number of nods to horror conventions and genre tropes. And it begins with one of them. A couple driving in a secluded spot. Of course, we know it's a secluded spot because the crickets are chirping loudly and <laughs> no one else around. 
directed by John Landis after Michael Jackson saw his film An American Werewolf in London and absolutely loved it. So now we have Michael and his girlfriend going for a bit of a stroll after the car conveniently runs out of petrol. Or so he says. We can tell by the costumes that we're now set in the 1950s. And the mood of this opening segment here borrows heavily from the 1957 film I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Ola Ray was cast as the girlfriend in the short film. Her character doesn't have a name, so she's always referred to as the girlfriend, after Jennifer Beals decided not to take on the role. Jennifer was enjoying success with the film Flashdance. It had been released in April 1983. Ola Ray has confidence in front of the camera. She was a Playboy Playmate of the Month in June 1980. If I have one critique of this short film, it's that she doesn't quite handle the dialogue scenes very well. I'm never fully convinced, but her modelling experience does come into play in the film. She definitely knows how to convey emotion and movement with her body. We cut to a full moon, and what Michael was alluding to now comes to fruition. Wonderful acting here as he contorts and twists and we have cat eyes in bright yellow and sharp, sharp teeth. We now get to see the incredible work of Rick Baker, who also worked on, Amer on An American Werewolf in London, as Michael transforms. Now, he didn't want Michael to be just another werewolf, so he kind of made him more as a were-cat, if you will. Whiskers growing there from the side of the face, and the girlfriend can only stand but scream. A little over the top, but fitting for the genre. Sometimes think that this segment here, set in the 1950s, and because it is a nod to B-grade movies of that time, would have looked great in black and white. But when you see the cinematography of this scene, light filtering through the bushes there, through the shrubbery and onto the clearing, it's so beautiful. The colour palette is absolutely stunning. Here's the pursuit, a howl to the moon. Again, really great acting from Michael Jackson. And Ola Ray, pretty good too, when she doesn't have to talk. <laughs> a scary howl and a hiss, and we cut to modern day, 1983, in a cinema. Michael enjoying that popcorn, devouring it. That image is of course now used as a frequent meme. She's not having it, but he's loving it. What I love about the contrasting reactions to the movie they're watching is that it's like any time a horror fan takes somebody who doesn't quite like or understand horror movies, sees a scary movie together. <laughs> kind of makes the experience actually a lot more fun when you have somebody who doesn't like horror movies beside you. Horror movie fans, you know what I'm talking about. Outside the theatre now... Vincent Price in Thriller. Hmm, we'll hear about him a bit more later on. Michael's taunting the girlfriend now <laughs> that she was scared. She refuses to believe it, so she's a little upset with him. 
walking away, arms crossed. Verse kicks in of this amazing song. There's something incredibly playful about the way they walk down the street. She slowly begins to soften, forgives him for making her sit through a horror movie. Michael dancing around her in a subtle motion. Subtle for Michael Jackson, that is. There's some wonderful choreography here. Choreography was done by Michael Peters. He'd worked with Michael before on Beat It. Some great quick cuts as well, in tune with the music. Michael's arms stiffen, almost like a zombie. A bit of foreshadowing there, but his hands drop on the girlfriend's shoulders for an affectionate gesture. Beautiful juxtaposition there. And flows so nicely. Michael's wearing his iconic red leather. John Landis's wife, Deborah, was responsible for this costume. She's also responsible for Indiana Jones's iconic look in Raiders of the Lost Ark, by the way. The rapport between Michael Jackson and Ola Ray is absolutely amazing. I love it. You really do believe that they're in love. So it makes any moments of danger just a little bit more intense. Michael's totally forgiven now. She's happily skipping away with him as they pass a graveyard. Very moody. And here's Vincent Price with his famous rap. Vincent Price, an absolute icon of the horror genre, has made many films. My all-time favourite Vincent Price movie, though, has to be House of Wax. Check that out if you have not seen it. The Undead rising from the graves. Bit of a nod to Night of the Living Dead, which really defined how we see the undead and zombies on screen. One thing I have to say, Thriller doesn't get enough credit for its set design. I absolutely love the look of this graveyard. Just so many wonderful details. And we get to see more of Rick Baker's amazing makeup effects here. Just the craftsmanship in this makeup is amazing. We get a zombie appearing from a manhole cover, dressed in his suit, looking a little worse for wear. We get to see a bit more of the undead now and their different costumes. Now apparently a lot of these clothes were sourced from Salvation Army op shops. <laughs> a great gag there, a zombie loses his arm as they advance on Michael and his girlfriend. Here they are, encircling them. And this is where we get to see some great looks, some great makeup effects, some great costuming here. I love the way John Landis frames and cuts these scenes. Green goo pouring from one zombie's mouth. Both Michael and girlfriend looking a little scared. But we now reveal her boyfriend Michael is also a zombie. He twitches a little, and only Michael Jackson can make a twitch look like a slick dance move. His clothes are a little more tattered now. 
blending in a bit more with his undead friends. All dancing in sync, absolute perfection. It's not difficult to say why this dance became such a phenomenon and remains one of the most famous and influential dances of all time. So many references to so many different movie monsters just in this one dance. Not just zombies, it's fantastic. Beautiful background and lighting. They're almost silhouetted in some moments. The imagery is absolutely gorgeous. A sequence of flashes and cuts, absolutely beautiful. Again, this is edited so well to be in tune with the music and the beats of the song. Michael back to normal to deliver that amazing chorus. And this is why Michael Jackson's Thriller is more than just a music video, why it is regarded as a short film. It has a narrative that tells the story so beautifully, but the song isn't presented in the way that it appears on the album. We've got a collection of verses, we've got Vincent Price's rap, and then the chorus jumps in when it needs to, to serve the purpose of the story the short film is telling. And it makes sense because the tension escalates when the chorus kicks in. Because really, with any song, the chorus is the bit that we remember and can relate to the most. Such great lyrics and thriller. The girlfriend runs to the house and the zombies slowly approach. Michael returned to zombie face there. Now, of course, it is a familiar horror trope that when somebody is fleeing danger, they go into a spooky, secluded house. But I suppose the house seems, at first, a safer space than out there in the open. She can at least barricade herself well. She tries. I love the music, how it intensifies here. The scary music is so perfectly placed in Thriller. Zombies crashing through windows, doors, floors. Gosh, this really would have scared me when it first was released in the 80s. <laughs> Imagine everyone being scared watching this for the first time. Michael bursts through the doors. She's cowering on the armchair there. And here he comes, slowly but surely... Close up on eyes, close up on his beautiful made up face. What? It was all a dream. <laughs> the movie must have really affected her. She's got nothing to worry about. Just a nightmare. And there's the reveal. Those wonderful yellow cat eyes. No, it wasn't a dream. The nightmare has just begun for our poor girlfriend here. <laughs> Olaray did say that she had difficulties collecting royalties for participating in Thriller. She actually sued Michael Jackson in May 2009. He died in June of that year at the age of 50, and the case was settled with the Michael Jackson Family Trust in 2012. As the credits play, we've got a repeat of that chorus and that wonderful choreography. 
we get to see these dance moves and the incredible makeup and costuming for the undead here. It's not difficult to see why Michael Jackson's Thriller became such a phenomenon. Rick Baker's effects are a product of their time, but my goodness, that is not a bad thing. They hold up so well, and I'll take them over today's CGI any day. They look absolutely incredible. Unsurprisingly, Rick Baker's makeup effects won an Academy Award for Best Makeup for an American Werewolf in London. It was the first film to win in that category. Love it. As the credits close, the zombies return to the graveyard. Perhaps going back to their homes and ready to be frightful for another day. There it was, Michael Jackson's Thriller, directed by John Landis and choreographed by Michael Peters. Absolute perfection. Didn't follow the conventions of music videos. So it's a short film in its own right, running for almost 14 minutes. Look, Something So Great has been written about and discussed by so many people over such a long period of time, but I hope you've enjoyed watching or listening to Thriller with me. It is a remarkable short film by a remarkably creative team. What a stunning contribution to music and to the art of filmmaking. There really isn't anything I can say that you don't already think or know about Thriller. Five out of five stars. Thank you so much for being by my side on this fearsome Friday. We got through it together. It wasn't so scary with you here. So until the next time, I've been Wayne Stellini, and you've just experienced Fredwatch. Cue music. episode was for you, Kendall. And same. Blooper reel! Not only did new tracks... Oh, and I also liked the ninth track on that Greatest Hits compilation too. <clears throat> Michael... Michael Jackson and his But Ola Ray was semi-known, I suppose. She was a There's wonderful rapport between the two. Absolutely helps in these scenes here. And of course, this is part of the song where we would normally cut to the verse. And yes, it was made to accompany a song about a year after it appeared on a label, on a record. It is a remarkable short film by a... Alternative take. You can watch Thriller with me on the official Michael Jackson YouTube channel. And I'll be pressing play in 3, 2, 1. We begin with a disclaimer from Michael Jackson, stating that due to his personal convictions, he does not endorse a belief in the occult. Michael Jackson, raised a Jehovah's Witness. We cut to the title card there, Michael Jackson's Thriller, and this beautiful blood red with slight animation. A 
across the word thriller, nice and creepy, accompanied by this heavy breathing. So something sinister is afoot. We have a typical horror opening here, a secluded space, almost like Lover's Lane. <laughs> the crickets chirping tell us that nobody is around. And our car comes to a stop to reveal our two lovers here, or would-be lovers. Because Michael, dressed in his lovely letterman jacket there, and his girlfriend, played by Ola Ray, are about to have a talk. Things might be getting serious. The wonderful costuming and hair tells us that we're in the 1950s. So, one of many wonderful horror tropes in Thriller. Ola Ray wasn't the first choice to play the girlfriend here. That was Jennifer Beals, who had found fame with Flashdance only a few months earlier. That was released in April of 1983. She turned the role down. Ola Ray had been a Playboy Playmate for the month of June 1980. I feel like she doesn't quite handle the dialogue scenes, as well as other scenes in this short film, but that's really the only critique I have about Thriller, so not so bad overall. She's playing opposite an incredibly talented Michael Jackson, known for singing and dancing, but proves here he knows how to act as well. So Michael's suggesting something here that isn't quite right with him. But of course, she likes that about him. Little does she know, the full moon reveal will explain everything. Once again, great acting from Michael here as he twitches and contorts and howls and then snap this wonderful reveal of the yellow cat eyes and the sharp teeth. Incredible visual effects here. And if it's reminiscent of an American werewolf in London, it's because same team here, directed by John Landis. An American Werewolf in London is a wonderful horror comedy. Check that out if you haven't. It was actually the first ever to win an Academy Award for Best Makeup. Pretty impressive stuff. And the makeup here is of its era, but that is by no means a bad thing. It looks fantastic and it holds up so well today. And now we've got a pursuit. Beauty and the Beast, if you will. A girlfriend running through the shrubbery. And this gorgeous light filtering through the trees. It looks beautiful. The cinematography here is absolutely stunning. Because it's set in the 1950s, I often think that maybe in black and white, this would have looked great. But when you've got the cinematography, the way it's done, and the vibrancies of the colours, the colour palette here, it's easy to see why they chose to make that segment in colour. Also, it's a great fake-out for the audience. It's not really happening. It's a movie on a screen. And we see Michael and his girlfriend sitting in the cinema watching this movie. He's loving it. Chomping away on popcorn, which is now a very well-used meme. She's terrified though, and she decides to leave, but he's quite amused by it. <laughs> the audience remains terrified though. The Palace Theatre. Vincent Price in Thriller. 
she's outside now, unimpressed, arms crossed, and Michael's trying to apologise, but it's that type of apology that is by no means sincere, because he can't stop laughing, he's amused by it. And anyone who has seen a horror movie with somebody who isn't a fan of horror movies gets some amusement out of their displeasure. Horror fans, you know that's true. And so the song kicks in. We've got the girlfriend, not impressed at first, her arms are still crossed, but Michael is swooning around our very subtle dance moves. Well, subtle for Michael Jackson at least, but they're so fluid. She starts to relax now, and we can see this outstanding rapport between the two. And despite the scary and creepy lyrics, she's smiling through most of it. She's won by his charms here. Michael, I think your apology has been officially accepted. <laughs> I can't speak highly enough of this choreography. So we've just had a moment here where Michael stiffens his arms so it resembles a zombie. Some foreshadowing for you there. And they land on her shoulders behind her. And so we have a convention of horror, the zombie arms, turn into a term of affection. Relaxed hands on shoulders. Hey, I love you. And you're safe. A lot of wonderful setup in this choreography here. And I love the flirtatious and coy relationship between Michael and the girlfriend here. It's quite a beautiful contrast to the lyrics. <laughs> and these lyrics are absolutely amazing as well. And off Michael and the girlfriend go, past a graveyard. Very creepy, a lot of fog there. And in kicks the wonderful Vincent Price, a horror icon if ever there was one. If you haven't seen Vincent Price in the old school horror movies, please do. He's absolutely wonderful. House of Wax is my favorite Vincent Price movie. And now we have the zombies slowly rising from the graves. Or the undead as they're most popularly known. Undead is a bit more of a generic term, I suppose. Not every film or TV show that features the undead refers to them as zombies. One of the things that I think doesn't get a mention about Thriller is the set design. Like this set of the graveyard looks absolutely wonderful. It's really stunning. It's atmospheric. Of course, it's the cinematography and the way it's lit as well. The way Landis shoots this is incredible. One of the fun things about the undead and zombies is the costumes they wear. Because that's the type of stories that you can tell about them. Because they don't talk. <laughs> Wonderful gag of a zombie losing a part of his arm here. And oh no, Michael and the girlfriend have just discovered the zombies and they are encircling them. Some slight moans, some dragging footsteps, some ominous music as well. Green slime appearing from one of the undead's mouths. Some really creepy scenes here. 
can imagine how scared and scary it would have been. Oh no, I reveal that Michael is now also a zombie. So not a werewolf like in the movie they were watching, but a zombie. Dance moves, absolutely fantastic. Um, it's the most famous dance, really. I mean, it has to be. Still loved today. But it's wonderful because there is still that gorgeous fluidity that strongly references the undead and other horror tropes as well. How on earth do you make twitching look so amazing as a dance move? Just the seamlessness of these dancers are absolutely amazing. I imagine that if you're called to be a dancer on a Michael Jackson project, you would absolutely relish it and do it, but it would also be terrifying because the work you have to deliver is absolutely top rate. If anyone wondered why Michael Jackson was the king of pop, this is it. His wonderful choreography. Flash now to Michael returning to normal, and here is that gorgeous chorus. So normally you would argue that Thriller is a music video because it is based on a song. But the genius thing about it is that it doesn't follow the conventions of a music video. We've got story, we've got verses being played, and then the chorus just appears at the end to really enforce the story they're telling. Thriller is so significant and important in terms of music videos because it changed the way that artists made them. It was more about simply having pictures to a song to match lyrics. It set the bar that one could argue has not been surpassed. A girlfriend runs to the house. Runs for safety. But as is the case in horror movies, whenever the girl or the final girl runs to safety, the house is more creepy than the environment that she's running away from. The zombies are embarking now, knocking on the door, trying to get in, and the ominous music plays again. It's an abandoned space, but I guess you'll seek refuge or shelter wherever. It doesn't provide much refuge or shelter. Zombies breaking through walls and windows and floors. And this is really scary. Remember, this was 1983. It would have terrified me if I saw this in 1983 on MTV. <laughs> Zombie Michael breaks through the door, approaches the girlfriend very slowly, recoiled on the couch, absolutely scared, and who wouldn't be these ferocious creatures? But hang on. It was all a dream. There he is. Michael's back to normal. She was scared of that movie after all. Nothing to worry about. He's not a zombie. But here's that reveal with Vincent Price's gorgeous laugh. Michael Jackson and his cat eyes. No, he's not a zombie. He's a werewolf. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. The credits roll as that wonderful chorus kicks in. 
So Olaray apparently had difficulties collecting royalties for being in Thriller. She ended up suing Michael in May 2009 and ultimately settled with the Michael Jackson Family Trust in 2012. By that stage, Michael Jackson had died at the age of 50. Tragic loss, but a wonderful legacy. And if you need a legacy, Thriller is it. Immortalised for wonderful works such as Thriller. Many other work as well. Elmer Bernstein did the scary music in Thriller. Wonderful score. have to give credit to the entire team, the cast, the crew, just everyone behind the scenes. You can see what happens when good work happens, when a good team comes together. Work is produced to the quality of Thriller. It takes a lot of effort to make a short film like Thriller because there's lots of effort that goes into making bad productions as much as good ones. So there it is. Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs>